early July. And as you can imagine, outdoor dining uh, outdoor dining will be permitted from the 7th of June, which you can imagine is even more ropey than, than outdoor dining here and indoor dining from early July, which means that they have not opened for at least six months. Because I think they went into uh, Ireland. I thought. Crazy. This, oh, this is Ireland, not Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. No, Ireland. Not, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. I feel, I feel sorry for a lot of people in the world right now, but probably the Irish are top of my list of, I mean, I, I, I get these heartrending communications from mm. you know, Irish listeners to the Dellingpot and stuff. And I mean, your, your country as was is it's it's a prison camp isn't it you can't you can't get out at all yeah. i mean and, and aren't they aren't they forcing you to take 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 these jabs i think it's, it's getting more and more no i mean the thing is that everybody's pretty invested in it i mean they are literally in exactly the rhetoric i mean it's the same here though the rhetoric this now is exactly the same as it was last year right it's a year into this and people are still buying this you know no if you said to people last year your entire summer might be in doubt in 2021 they would not have believed yeah. you right oh you're oh you're a, you're an extremist you're a conspiracy theorist but um yeah it's exactly in fact i mean there there's even you know i, I think it'll be more difficult to travel this time to this summer than it will be last summer um yes. yeah it's well, um it's about yeah no, my, my parents even though they're double jabbed yeah no hope of getting them out of the country i mean they can't yeah, they, I mean, le- legally, they can't leave. I mean, they're still at the, it's illegal to yes. leave for anything other than essential travel. Well, the, work, the only work. reason, that, or, or certainly the main reason that my parents got the mm. jab, despite, despite strong advice to the contrary, at least from some of their children, um, was because they imagined they would get their holidays they'd booked to La Gomera and Ooh. Portugal and etc yeah. etc et because th- that generation that generation are used to taking quite a lot of holidays a year and and they're, they're the lucky generation because our generation ain't going to have that no generation from now on is going to have that we're, we're going to be trapped in our in our countries first of all they're going to use um the this this virus alleged virus as 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 the reason and then they're going to segue neatly into um, oh, climate climate yeah. bollocks this is the plan and people who haven't woken up to this are so naive it's like it's like can you for example i i i turned to my uh, edition of the daily guardian graph today which which we have in our household on sufferance because um because uh, i don't like it but but wife wife likes reading a, a paper out of habit and I see that that we are now being discouraged from taking traveling abroad for our summer holidays. Why? Yes. Why? I know. I, and we know why because the latest excuse du jour yes. is this thing they call the Indian variant. And apparently, I mean, I'm really shocked. Actually, I'm very worried. Apparently, 19 people, 19, are in hospital in Bolton with this I thing. Know. I mean, can yeah. you imagine 19? You, you forget that actually, even on their own thing, they're talking about 20 people. No, this, this, the last few days have been bad. As you say, I, I don't, I don't get if people don't realize how this is just a complete 
you know, it is just a complete joke that they can keep running this variant scam forever. Vaccines or no vaccines, um, then you'll then you'll never get it. I mean, I, I'm I'm. What are they going to say to people, the vast majority of whom have succumbed to this vaccine nonsense? We're going to lock you down anyway. How, how are they going to... Oh, well, so, so the two lines... Well, we two know lines. what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. It's all... It's the unvaccinated. And, and I can... Uh, yeah. I mean, the what I, I've tweeted about it a few times, the, the what I would call coercive vaccination campaign. It is now a campaign of vaccine coercion. It's completely unethical. It nullifies everybody's consent. Is, is evil. Um, it's a lot of people on the right in the media, the bootlickers on the right in the media have been, have been engaging yeah. in it. Not so much the left. So I've re, I, I, the split, this is what the split looks like to me. The, 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 the bootlickers on the right, okay, all Boris's bag handlers and the rest of them who, who are completely um, sycophantic to him will bra- are blaming the unvaccinated, right? If we don't get out of this, if there's another lockdown or whatever, it'll, it's a blame all the unvaccinated. The left haven't done that as much for two reasons. I think, first of all, they want to blame Boris for letting the Indian variant in. Although, I mean, it's inevitable, okay, because planes are landing. Yes. And there are a lot of British citizens that travel back and forth. If it even exists, by the way. If I mean, it, it just, even it's exists. It's scary, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And then number two, um, obviously, the, although they've tried to even roll back on this, they're, they're, they're saying, you know, these, these communities in the north and ethnic minorities are more likely to to not succumb to the vaccine coercion just yet. And again, so that won't sit that nicely with the left in going after those communities. So that's been the split. So as usual, this the, the attack from the right is a lot worse than the attack on the left. No, it, it's scandalous. I mean, another, uh, another thing with this vaccine co- coercion campaign, and that's exactly what it is, is... Um, I mean, how does Matt Hancock know the vaccine status of the people in hospital? Who's telling him that? Isn't that a breach of data? I mean, I mean, I get that you don't have to That's give their a names. Good point. It is a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if there's twenty people in Bolton, right? Most of most of it. I mean, people are going to know who they are. Oh, I was, and they're giving out very detailed. Um, a lot of detail on their vaccine status in terms of whether not 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 just have they been offered it. So these guys are in this age group, so they will have been offered it and they didn't take it up. And one, I mean, there's a few that have had their two jobs. A few only had one job. A few didn't have it at all. And then they have to split that right into to find the real bad guys are those who have been offered it right and didn't take it. So I'm like, who is disclosing all this information? I mean, is he just entitled to it because he's Minister for Health? Does it matter? I mean, I'm pretty sure you cannot disclose an individual's named vaccine status even to uh, the great Min- Matt, Matt Hancock. You know, if you had a real yeah, media... You, you wouldn't. If you had yeah. real media, you might, they might ask a couple of questions on that. But obviously we don't. Uh, we have a propaganda model of, of the media. So, yeah, but whatever, you know, let's so just let that one we've slide. Got counting, yeah. So, so I, I, I wrote about a piece about this for Breitbart because um, oh, I wanted to chart the the genesis of this latest government narrative. So it starts yeah. off with Matt Hancock saying something in the House about how, regrettably, there, are pro- there may be problems with the with with reopening the country because of uh vaccine 
Well, they've been called vaccine refuseniks in the in in the, the mail. Media this will call them the, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the refuseniks were don't do it, but, but they have because they don't need to because the bootlickers in the mail and LBC the and the do their job. Yes. So 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 then so Matt Hancock seeds the idea that somehow he'd love to open the country, yeah. but these pesky. Uh, vaccine deniers or whatever now what's interesting about this is is that no one's really examined the logic of his position um it's he seems to be saying that vaccine that that this is being done to protect vaccine skeptics from their own idiocy so yes um, i've heard this the the country is worried about the health of vaccine skeptics who who are going to end up in hospital i think all of us if push came to shove, would very happily sign a pledge that if we get if we get coronavirus as a result of our refusal to have these experimental gene therapy jabs, yeah. uh, we would happily forego treatment by the NHS for that particular thing. I'd the last thing I'd want to do is spend um, any time in an NHS COVID ward. I would rather be at home, probably taking ivermectin that i'd ordered off the dark web if it was unavailable any other way doesn't seem to be available you know routinely i've got friends in friends in goa by the way yes everyone is starting to take ivermectin now because they recognize that this is the way you don't die so it's simple if you don't if you don't want to die of coronavirus and you've got it you know and you've got a bad case just take some ivermectin but so i'm happy to sign a document saying I don't want to be treated by the NHS for right. for coronavirus. I wouldn't mind, you know, if I fall off a horse, I think it's only fair that they should treat me for, for broken limbs, which is what they're meant to do. They're meant yeah. to be there for you. But but no. So they're making up this ex- this excuse, number one. Yeah. But then after after Matt Hancock sows this, seeds this very nasty idea that, that he's, scape- he, he's scapegoating yeah. vaccine skeptics no, and, very and various scape. people really take him up on this. Yeah. And then you get Marco Pierre White, wanker. I'm never, ever, ever going to eat in one of his restaurants again. Do you know what he said? Uh, no. Marco Pierre White, sort of fake toff, fake yeah, yeah, country yeah. gent. Um, yeah, yeah. The guy who was outsworn by Gordon Ramsay and just and, and thus rendered redundant. But Mark Marco Pierre White, who used to be the bad boy, he is he is dead to me. Um, anyway, Marco Pierre White says that people should have the vaccine passport before they come to his restaurants. Well, let's let's all boycott his shitholes. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, I heard, I heard that one. Like a kind of like a particularly ugly toad. And toads, are, <laughs> in my view, are very beautiful creatures. On the whole. I love their, their yeah. eyes, which in the Middle Ages, people used to try and extract their eyes because they're thinking that they contain jewels which is awfully sad i love toads but not but not the toad impersonator lloyd webber so toad so there he is you know he's he's written these really horrible shit shit uh this shit musical which has ruined our lives for many years um actually no it's not quite true i I did quite like some of this i I like evita and i like jesus christ superstar so so i'm 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 i don't like cats cats is just awful but i have a Big thing about Phantom of the Opera, yeah. Laura, thing. You have no idea. Cats is Cats is is I think is Satan Satan's musical because I oh, I had I to go see, you see the movie. I saw the movie. Oh no, the movie's supposed to be and particularly it's the bad. Worst yeah. thing I've ever ever seen. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lloyd Webber. He says that again. He's he's he says everyone should be vaccinated. Mm. I hate using this word vaccinated. It's not a vaccine. No, I know. You've got Rachel Johnson. 
Yes, Rachel Johnson. Yeah. No, the, I was at, look when I was at university with you. I was grumbling about this to Toby the other night. Uh, the, I had no idea that these people were the enemy. I thought they were like me. Mm-hmm. But here is Rachel Johnson, effective what well, saying that the government should vaccinate everybody. We should all yeah, be forced be, to take this jab. Be nobody allowed non-jabbed. I think is the quote because you're going to get all, loads of emails in. Yeah. Then yeah. our friend Dan Hodges, who yeah. is just. In, he's, well, he used the word backlash. I remember that. And Sheila Fogarty said that she would put poison in in the coffee of somebody who wasn't. Yeah. Sheila Fogarty, who is who is she looks morbidly obese to me. So no wonder she's sensitive on the score of. Um, I wouldn't. Well, get I mean, it I was, I don't know. That's true. Is she morbidly obese? She, she, did, she said, I, I would get, I'd be getting in fist fights with the, these people and I might put poison in their coffee. And I remember thinking, I definitely do not want to get in a fist fight with you because I know I would lose. Yeah, I yes, you I would take her off. Yeah, if she just sat on you, you'd 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 you'd, you'd die. Yeah, they're you'd all get... Do you notice that these people are all a certain age, James? I think they're all post fifty, right? Ooh, oh, oh, uh, yeah. oh, oh these, they're all Karens yeah. and, and babies. I'm the voice of of skepticism. Yeah, I'm the voice of anti-government. Yeah, right. They all yeah. roll over. Oh. Ian Dale. Yeah, well, he, Ian Dale. He, he's a straight up. Like, I mean, look, look, these are all Boris's bag handlers. You should They're not shills. be surprised about, do you know, it's all, it's, you know what book I finally did find from my garage. I found it. Manufacturing consent. It's upstairs. I try and read some of it. By, by Noam Chomsky. hero Chomsky. Yeah, well, I good? think he's probably on board at the whole COVID thing. I haven't gone there because then it'll ruin it. And it, it, it's an interesting read because it's from a very obviously left wing point of view. So it does sort of challenge you. But, um, you know, I probably only need to read the intro. And it's a lot to do with America and their wars in Indonesia and Vietnam, obviously, and stuff like that. But, it, you know, he does it really thoroughly in terms of breaking. I mean, you've probably done this and aware of this anyway. But, you know, breaking down the media model, it makes a difference if your media is dependent on advertising, for instance. So when the, when the news, when the, the, the working, true working class newspapers came out in Britain at first, like 100 years ago or 110 years ago, they struggled because they didn't have advertising, for instance, because obviously their readers... Um, couldn't afford what the advertisers were yeah, yeah. selling. So, you know, it's just, it, it is very interesting in terms of you have to look at who's owning them. You have to look at how they make their money. They're not making their money from readership, listenership, or viewership, right? They're making their money from advertisers. Now, at the moment, the government is a, a huge advertiser for all of these people, right? For the Times, every, every, every paper has a ad let's say that uh is either a it was a straight lockdown propaganda ad and is now a, a pro-vaccine propaganda ad so they, they're not impartial that's all i would say the media outlets are not impartial that applies to the right as much as applies to the left um so the people that you've all mentioned i mean as i said they're, they're just essentially they're just essentially boris's bad character. sarah vine yeah sarah vine who Sarah, who is normally at pains to distance herself from yeah. her husband the, and the fact that, you know, she's an independent thinker and how dare anyone suggest yeah, that yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, no, no. but she's just written a piece today, just completely oh, buying into the government narrative, not questioning it at all, oh, not well, questioning blaming, blaming the efficacy government. or the safety of these things. People are not, are not, are not turning down these experimental jabs because 
because yeah. they're just kind of kooky conspiracy theorists. They have actually yeah. done their research. I mean, there was that MIT paper published recently, which had, even though it was 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 written by um, people completely on board with the whole the, the whole uh, scare, they had to admit that that mask skeptics were on average much better scientifically informed and much much keener on on um public data and on the application of the scientific method than than the sort of compliance dooges uh, yeah we, no, we are well informed we know what we're talking about i know and it's also i mean look the whole as i said it's completely as I said, it's completely unethical to coerce someone into a vaccine anyway and this is this is a vaccine coercion campaign, okay? That's number one. And number two is, I mean, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence and I am careful with anecdotal evidence. I don't even like it when it's secondhand, like friend of a friend. But yes, my best friend, well, one of my best friends was around at hers at the weekend. She took the vaccine, not, you know, was not kind of crazy about it, but mainly took it for reasons of travel. Yeah, she ended up in St. Thomas's. And, and, and what happened was what you said at the last, the last podcast in terms of she called her GP and the GP yeah. just dismiss it, right? They don't, they will not link it to the vaccine because then that creates a paper chain. So things I'm got so bad. So... Yeah, yeah. She, she lost sight in one of her eyes, had, ended up in St. Thomas's and she said the nurse, you know, she didn't say this, but she was basically, it was such a, you're, you're just boring me patient. I've seen this so often. Why are you here? You know, it will kind of go well, thing. And we all I, go blind in our in one yeah, yeah, eye, yeah. Yeah. After a job, it's just normal. And another guy who who was there as well um, said he had really bad vertigo or something after it for a week. He was yeah. basically out of it for a week, um, and yeah, had really bad had really bad vertigo. So look, I mean, it's just. What, what can you say? I, I, I don't know. Laura, this is interesting because, okay, so have you listened to my um, my Nina whistleblower podcast yet? Oh, no, I will, though. Sorry. Okay. So Nina, um, as I think I, I mentioned last week, Nina works in a, is a receptionist in a 20,000 strong, uh, you know, 20,000 20, patients in a practice, yes. a GP's practice somewhere in the north. And she says that she's she's she and her colleagues have been having up to a thousand a thousand or more calls a day. Mm. Um, normally, in, 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 on a bad day, they'd get five hundred. And these are mostly from people who've had the jab and had adverse reactions and are ringing the doctors for reassurance, advice, whatever. Yeah. And she said the doctors the, the doctors are their main priority. It seems to her is to tell the patients that. Nothing to do with the jab. This is entirely normal. Nothing to do with yeah. the jab. And what the doctors do is persuade them not to report these things as as adverse adverse reactions to the vaccine. They say that they're completely unconnected. It's just it's just a coincidence. And she says that the, in her entire um, surgery, there's only been one yellow card report of a, an adverse wow. reaction. When in fact there have been hundreds. Now. What's interesting about this, definitely worth listening to the podcast. As soon as I started putting it up on the Internet, lots and lots of commenters, the first comment said, 
oh, have you checked this out? We don't trust this. She, it doesn't ring true to me. And they, they pick on all these, all these, these, these details. Now, I've never had this before. And I was surprised by the rapidity of the, of, of the response. And it seems yeah. to me that they really do not want stories like this out there. So what they do is they seed the idea, which is it's yeah. amazing how uh, malleable other commenta- commenters are, because they see this thing and they say, oh, right. I've been primed. They don't realize it, but they have been primed to be skeptical yeah. of this thing. And and some of these comments they pose as um, disinterested parties, or people, or, or even people who actually want to help you. Oh, you'd better be sure this is. Have you have you checked this, James? Have you? Well, of course I've bloody well checked it. I mean, as best I can. You know, I yes. I don't think that this this woman is lying to me. I think she's absolutely spot on. I yeah. trust I trust my source. Um, and. This has happened across the various sites. It's been taken down, I think, from Spotify almost instantly. Now, hang on a second. Who makes these decisions? This is, mm. it's, it, you know, I, I didn't put a sort of a thing saying, oh, um, this dangerous was, well, actually, maybe I did. Maybe that, but who, who, who on Spotify would be, would be responsible for taking down a podcast so quickly? It, it just, anyway, since doing the podcast, I've had, people contacting me like your friend told you yeah and i had one this morning from a chap i think he's in his 20s or early 30s mm. he got he got the az jab and interestingly he did so in order to see whether it was okay for his older relatives and he had a seizure Whoa. he had a seizure uh, two weeks after you know he's a young fit healthy young man uh, had a seizure and he rang up for different um consultants yeah and three out of the four were adamant uh, adamant to the point of you know sort of outrage that this had nothing to do with the vaccine nothing to yeah. do whatsoever Only yeah. one sort of said well maybe so we've got something going on here there is a very orchestrated cover-up it's yes yeah. it, no, it, scary. It, it, it is it is scary and it's scary how, as I said, so many people have sort of bought into it. And it's just, you know, what they say just doesn't make any sense. And yet people just don't barely black, bat an eyelid from it. So, again, they're running the, well, you must get vaccinated because it, it doesn't just protect you. It's, you're putting others around you at risk. And you're yeah, like, yes. but the others around me are supposedly vaccinated. Oh yeah, no, but conveniently, it's 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 not a super. It's super ish. It's a super enough vaccine that you have to take it, but not super enough to give them total protection. Isn't yes. that convenient? So again, they're using this, you know, emotional blackmail. So not only are you, um, you know, so before when nobody was vaccinated, oh, you couldn't possibly go out and you couldn't possibly, you know, not wear a mask because it's not just about you. You're putting the other people at risk. Now all the other people are vaccinated, right? This is our only way out, the super duper vaccinated. Oh no, but no, no, you need to get vaccinated too because they may catch it from you. But you've just told me they're vaccinated. Oh no, it doesn't give them, you know, that you can still pick it up. All right, it's not really a vaccine then, is it? It's, it's not really what you say it is, is it? It's just, this is just, you're just, everything so you say is complete bullshit on more bullshit. You've just laid it, you've just laid it out there in, in ways that a complete idiot can understand. <laughs> so why is it that, that 
it seems to me most of the UK population is sub idiot level of, of comprehension. Yeah. And you could blame you could blame years of dumbing down in the education system. People can't think critically anymore. But how is it not obvious that it is not an argument to say that you are protecting other people if you yeah. take the jab when when if the jabs work at all, then they're supposed to be protected anyway. It shouldn't matter what you do. Yeah, yeah. It should I only mean, be your own is, problem. This it's a bit is like driving without a, a This a, is different a to, the, to the herd, herd immunity argument, right, which are, just, just for the, so we're clear, to your standard vaccine. So, okay, so the argument with, say, getting any child who's eligible for, uh, to get a measles vaccine, say, is, um, is it will protect you. That's obviously you protect your child. That's the number one reason. It's the only thing that makes it ethical. And if, for what it's worth, there are a very small percentage of children who cannot take it, and you know, if you it, because you've you've secured herd immunity through the children that are actually vaccinated, that then that herd immunity will protect the unvaccinated. But this is like rocking up and getting your kids your measles vaccine, and then them saying to you, "Oh yeah, by the way, your kid could still get measles." What? Yeah. what are you talking about? You know, I mean, it's it's just, I mean, yeah, it, you can. And then, and again, a lot of people, I think, will have gotten it, as you said, for travel reasons. <laughs> like, I mean, you have to laugh in a way. And now they're like, yeah, you got your vaccine. A, it doesn't protect you from the unvaccinated. So you can go off and, and, and blame them and, you know, do whatever we secretly would like you to do to them. Um, oh, and by two, oh, you want, you got that vaccine to go on holiday? Yeah, no, you're not going on holiday this year. No, like seriously, you know, you thought you were getting, you thought you this was get this was your passport? No, 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 no. Don't go on green list. Don't go to the amber list. Blah blah blah. It's all nonsense. So, what exactly does the vaccine add, unless you genuinely believe it protects you from COVID? Which we, which I say, look, I'm neutral. If I said to a friend yesterday who's hemming and hawing over it, and she's young girl, not had children yet, so obviously I think you should be cautious. And I was like, look, if you really want to get the vaccine because you think it'll protect you from COVID, just, just get it. But don't get it because the Daily Mail thinks you're mean, you know, if you don't want it. Or don't get it just so that you can travel. Or don't get it because, you know, somebody said you really, really should. What I'm saying is very few people are actually getting it for health reasons. Are actually getting it, say, for their own health. That's the only reason. Well, if they be were doing that, vaccine. they'd be very stupid, wouldn't they? Well, I know, I know what you mean, but yeah, I, I'm not even sure that. Well, I, I actually, I, I know if what? I were if if I were 80, yeah, I would still not take this take oh, the vaccine. Really? Well, just absolutely, know. absolutely pointless. So you, unless, yeah, no, even if I had underlying health conditions, I wouldn't take it. I just don't think it makes enough of a difference. But, mm. but anyone, anyone who's young. And yeah. especially anyone who hasn't had children. The, but how do we get the message across? Because I, I feel like we're preaching to the choir here, Laura. The, no, the, we've, we've got, we make total sense. We are the lifeline mm. to to lots of people. I mean, I had a I had a, an email yesterday from a guy, like almost you, in tears. You can actually almost see the, the tears trickling down the screen uh, mm. about how much of a lifeline you and I are to, to him and stuff. Ooh. Okay. Um, but... It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. But what about all the what about what about all the kids who are about to all the young women who are about to completely screw with their menstrual cycles or worse, possibly deny themselves ever, ever having children? Yeah. What about them? How do we reach them? 
Uh, look, I, I, I don't know. It's, it, you, it's difficult to compete with a multi-billion pound government campaign and then the entire, the entire media. You know, that, that is, that's difficult to compete with. And, I mean, I think you can only think about it in terms of, you know, one by one. Um, you, you, you can, if you think you can you compete with that, you can't. Because, it, I mean, you just eventually assume they see so many side effects or, or things like that that they won't, uh, they this, won't which is why it. they're covering it up. Yeah, which, no, I, mean, I agree. That's, that's why they we... clamp down hard on. Yeah, because because the, the 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 people, you know, it's not just the government; it's the intelligence services, it's seventy seventh brigade, mm. it's whatever. These people are not stupid. They know that part of the messaging has to be that that it's an urban myth that these vaccines have yeah. have um, dodgy side effects. So therefore, we're going to bully or bribe or whatever the medical establishment into denying that there's any connection and whenever a whistleblower appears we're going to discredit that whistleblower that's how they that's how they operate yeah yeah yeah. no i agree no i think there was another teacher in one of the kids schools she was out for a week a whole week that's how sick she was not a teacher yes. ta but look it, it's difficult the worst thing though is if you think it's bad now is now they're coming they will be coming for the children by the time autumn hits, because again, it was in the Times, Matt Hancock just put it out there, oh, we have enough jabs for, for the over 12s. So what they will do is they will sort of threaten, they will hike up the hysteria, maybe coming into school, threatening a school closure or either threatening Christmas and say, we need all the, we need all the over 11s, over 12s vaccinated or, yeah, we're going to lock you down over winter again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, that's what so they are properly evil. They are. Yeah. I don't know how far they're going to get with this scapegoating of of vaccine. Because if 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 they persuade the country, Laura, that the reason that they can't go to Ibiza or wherever is because James and Laura aren't taking the vaccine. Yeah, that's a pretty powerful message, and and unfortunately, it's not just thick people who are get, who are buying to this message. It's it's the educated middle classes who are. Yeah. I mean, look, you've well, got I would, Sarah Vine, I would have Rachel Johnson. The you've got middle classes are the are the worst. They're they are the well, entitled. Well, they they are the. Absolute. What I mean is, these people ought to be able to 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 uh, perceive yeah. that. We are not the reason that they can't go on holiday. This is a government decision. Yeah. It doesn't. You know, we're not being. I mean, imagine a situation where the government is 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 stopping us going on on our summer holidays in order to save from themselves those yeah. people who are not taking the vaccine and therefore might endanger the NASA. It's such it's such a kind of convoluted argument. It makes no yes, sense. I know. It's, it's not like we're or trying to like, Mary. Know, well, we, we might have to lock down to save the people who are unvaccinated. It's like nobody who's unvaccinated wants you to lock down. No, but it's exactly. the abusive, it's the abusive husband thing again, isn't it? It's like you're, you're, you're making me do this. You must submit. And, and if you don't, you know, you made, you made me do it. It's complete. It's, it is literally abusive. Um, in terms of how bad it could get for those who aren't vaccinated. Look, I, I don't think I'm not, I'm not particularly worried at the moment. I don't think the rhetoric is nice. Um, but ultimately, it, yeah, it's just, I don't, it, it's just anyway how many how many it's gonna be what are you gonna do even if you sort of physically abuse somebody it's it's not gonna solve your problem i'm not that worried about it. You, you could get one or two cases um it's not nice and they shouldn't be doing it 
Um, I think I do think though they are making they are coercing a lot of people successfully to get a vaccine, and that's essentially the calculation I think they've made is to keep the rhetoric up um, with the aim of yeah getting as many youth as possible vaccinated or just getting as and, and, and I think they're probably being quite effective in that to be honest because they started dialing will... dialing it down a little bit saying well actually if you look at the numbers in Bolton the overall vaccination rate is the same um, you know it's it's very difficult to extrapolate so you know this is the thing they turn up the volume then they turn it down um yeah and a lot of people don't as i said there was there was a young girl quoted in the paper she just said what well, why did you get it and her two reasons were i wanted to travel and i don't didn't want to be labeled a spreader well again neither of those are related to her health one is essentially because i've been bullied and the other one is because i'm under the delusion that the government is going to let me travel in in summer well yeah yeah so um, but she but she got it right she got it it's, it's solely because of the rhetoric but solely because of the bullying Mm. Yeah, you know. that, that, there is another another element in this, of course, as well. I think a lot of people who've had the jab uh, realise they've been taken for fools, uh, are probably genuinely worried about some of the the side effects they've experienced, and they and they may dimly have heard about things like ADE responses and stuff, which which could eventually kill them. And actually, it's not an unnatural reaction. They're thinking, well, if I've made this mistake. I want everyone else to be in the same boat as me. Yeah. I want everyone else to Whereas be. If, if to, I've to, made to the have... sacrifice, I, you know, they, if I've made it, I've taken the hit, right? If I've made the sacrifice, other people should. And people become invested, right? If you've taken a course of action, you want to, you want to defend, you want to defend it. And you, you know, you become invested, you want to justify it. So yeah, yeah, there'll yeah. be a lot of that. Um, do you know who I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing after this? Doing oh. my podcast, or sorry, interview. Yeah. I don't do interviews. I do podcasts. Tell me this afternoon. I've probably got the most requested podcast guest um, ever. Go on, Rainer Fulmich. Oh, go on. Right, I should know, but I don't. Tell me. Well, there are there are two theories on the people that that are going to save the world. Oh, one I don't believe. One I semi believe. That that I don't. The one I don't believe is that Trump is our is our white knight savior, and that there is a pl- you know the QAnon thing about no, that's not, how not going to happen. Yeah, uh, like like Tom Hanks is being Tom Hanks and, and a few others have been executed by these special you know deep state swamp combating squads of 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 white hats. No, it ain't happening. Trump's no. not going to come back. He, there is no plan. So. But Rainer Fulmich is the German-American lawyer oh, yes, who yes. has been conducting these hearings, and he's very well informed. Mm. And he has he has a track record of, for example, he he um t- took the case against Volkswagen for their cheating on their on their emissions on their on their diesel yes. car and, and so on. So he's got a, he's got a record of taking kind of big institutions, big business to the cleaners. Uh, I'm going to ask him, <laughs> where are these trials? Where, 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 when are we going to get our COVID Nuremberg? Because it would be bloody great yeah. if we did. But I don't think we will because I, because I think that the swamp is so deep and powerful or, mm. you know, the, the, the evil first families that really control the world that, you know, they've been around for thousands of years and they're going to win. But, um, but nevertheless, I, it would be nice to think that somebody is going to stop this nonsense. 
Yeah, no, it would be nice. And as you know, I, I, yeah, I would, I would love a COVID crimes tribunal. Um, and people like this lawyer are very important in terms of just, again, changing the narrative so people understand that this, this is, you know, these are completely at the very most unethical campaigns, campaigns of fear, which I think they admitted in, in the Telegraph, a campaign of fear to lock people up for a year. Now there's another unethical coercion, you know, a vaccine coercion campaign. So it's really important. Um, I mean, again, like you, I don't think we're going to get it because uh, we'll probably get it right after we get the trial of Hillary. So when Hillary's trial well, is finished, yeah, well, right. So, so when hell freezes I'm, over, I'm still so the waiting thing is, for, for her to be locked up. Um, then you know, it, as you say, they're so embedded, it it would be difficult, and it would be you would have to switch public opinion first, right? And for people to actually realise they stole a year and a half of your life. Um, no, it wasn't worth it. No, it didn't help people. Um, in fact, it's probably condemned millions of people to death by starvation in the third world. Um, they were wrong. You were subjected Suicides, to cancer. Yeah, you were subjected to a media propaganda campaign, so it's not entirely do, your do fault. Do you think that's one of the, the but, people yeah. who say... Um, uh, I, I've got to go some, I've got, I've got to have some lunch before my interview, but, but yep. d- those, of us, those of us who say that the mainstream media is corrupt beyond measure, that yes. it promulgates lies and has done for, for probably since forever, that you cannot trust any of the narrative. It's all fake. Mm. Those of us who say this are mocked as conspiracy theorists. But, but in order to test this hypothesis, mm. all you've got to think of is put yourself in the position of the press only two years ago, you you remember if if you were if you were say editing the Daily Mail yes. or a, a similar newspaper, and there was say uh, an epidemic of untreated cancer deaths or an epidemic of suicides, yes. it would be such it would have been such a major story. It would have yeah. been like like all these heartbreaking stories yep. about about these young people snatched in the prime of their life but mm. they, they've committed suicide because of mental health issues um or or people cancer i mean cancer used to be the number one kind of health scare didn't it that we were all worried about so if there was a massive uptick in cancer cases untreated undiagnosed because of because of the healthcare system a broken healthcare system there would have been loads of heart-rending stories about this suddenly all the people who've died in this way have been written off as if yep. they didn't exist. Mm-hmm. The media has just kind of switched completely. Yep. I, it is, this is psychopathic behavior. This, yeah, is, well, this is not the behavior. Yeah, well, they're just fur- furthering the government aims. You know, it's all, it's all collateral damage to them. Um, and these are, these are people who have made a sacrifice to protect the NHS, right, the god that is the NHS, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, yeah, you'd ha- it would take a very brave person in, in, in the media room, right, to stand up and say, we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to fight this. Um, so it's going to go on for, for a while. I, it amazes me, as I said, especially those who've bought into it, given up a year and a half of their lives, taken their crazy experimental vaccine are now, you know, they're going to threaten this variant thing basically means the vaccine's irrelevant, Right. Because you can, any variant can come along at any time. So they are going to run yeah, yeah. this and they are going to run this. Um, and it's the uncertainty as well, as you say. Uh, yeah, if they have to cancel some cancer treatments, then so be it. 
Um, it's their total, it's their forever war, right? Oh, we've won it on it is one their front. Forever war. It's, we've won it on one front. Oh, but look, uh, look at this coming down the road. I mean, who, who knew it was going to come? You know, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's genius. And again, the genius of it is um, whatever you do is never enough and you'll always be a threat to someone else, right? And if you don't, yeah. if you don't go along with the go- what the government say, whatever the latest crazy government mandate is, you're selfish. And, and essentially, as I, I think I tweeted yesterday, it's, it's gone from three weeks to flatten the curve to take this experimental vaccine or else. It's yes. our only way out of the lockdown. No, you, you could just lift the lockdown. Oh. So. Right? Th- this, this is, is your this false is, this is choice the... that you're given, right? It's, it's such nonsense. So here's my, my, my scary parting thought. Uh, it's about a year, isn't it, since we've, we've gone, for, in the space of a year, yeah. we've gone from three weeks to flatten the, well, 18 months, three weeks to flatten the curve to take the vaccine or else. Yes. So if we're now, if our starting point is now take the vaccine or else, where are we going to be in 18 months' time? It, well, I, I told you, it'll be make your kids take it or else. And then God knows what they'll do after that. Then, then they, they may stop with the kids because they'll have done so much damage, right? They've made, they, they'll have made so much no, money. They'll never stop. You know? Yeah. This is the end. Oh, lovely. Okay, thanks. That's cheery. Um, I know. Yeah. Uh, talking of which, One. Jim Morrison. Oh, he's with us. He was an agent of them. Oh. All, all, all rock stars are. Oh, right. You know yeah. that his, Jim Morrison's father mm. was the naval, naval officer in charge of the... Gulf of Tonkin incident, which was the the false flag um, event, which led to the Vietnam War. Uh, oh, and okay. if you look at all the Laurel Canyon, I got this from that guy who does these um, do, who writes about the connection between the music industry and and the uh, the the global globalist elite, um, and. It's fascinating. All the all the the kind of successful rock stars of music stars of that period all had high-ranking military parents. It's weird. Oh, interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, that's vaguely, vaguely linked. I also heard. Oh, yeah, you know, Eric Clapton has come out and t- said he had really, really bad reaction. I know. Yeah, really Good bad reaction. Yeah, and also I texted yesterday. Bill Maher, despite having the vaccine, tested positive. Although I, I, you wonder if it's despite, just dodgy yeah. PCR tests or despite the, despite Brexit, despite the vaccine, despite well, the maybe vaccine, it's because. we should, we should get that going. Uh, you will, you still can't go on holiday. And despite the vaccine, we still can't open up in June. You know, it's just never ending. But it's but a please, bit like if you, if you exchanged despite, yeah. uh, if, but because instead of despite, you probably have the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And blame your neighbour. Blame the, the, not all the MPs who voted for this crazy regime, but just, I will, yeah, basically they've set up this tyrannical, a tyrannical governmental regime and said the only way you're getting out of it is by doing X. X currently is take the dodgy vaccine. I mean, it's the very, right. it's the very definition of tyranny, right? It is. It's, it it's is definition of tyranny. And we're going to leave them ha- hanging yeah. for more, along for more, because I've got to go have some of my lunch now. No, we'll so have I your lunch. We've Rebecca. got it in. Yes. Okay, great. Okay, take I'm glad we minutes. got this one in, because I think yeah. this, this has been a particularly bad week, and we needed to talk about it. Mm, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Okay, okay take okay. it easy. Have a good, bye. good bye. Bye.